How does John Cronshaw, the author of the Ravenglass Chronicles, the Wasteland series, the Gambit duology, and more, make a full-time living using his email list? I am the reluctant book marketer, and on today's episode, that's the question we'll be answering. Please enjoy my conversation with John Cronshaw. Welcome to The Reluctant Book Marketer, the podcast for first-time novelists who want to sell millions of copies of their book. I'm your host, Jody J. Sperling, and like you, I am on the journey to publication. So together, we're going to learn from professionals in the industry who have aced marketing and made it so that it's not cringeworthy all the time. I'm reluctant to do it as well, but selling a million copies and not marketing don't fit. So we got to do what we got to do. But every time, every time you get a, a reply, that teaches your uh, email provider that you're not a spam artist, that you are actually sending out good stuff that's engaging and it will stop you landing in those spam folders and the promo folders. It'll actually get you into the inbox. Um, and you can encourage that when you get people signing onto your list. First thing I do, well, you know, I've got an automation sequence that goes out. The first thing I ask is, what are you reading at the moment? You know, can you recommend any fantasy books to me? So immediately they're, they're getting my email, they're responding. That teaches the mailer provider or whatever that, yeah, this guy's legit. Um, so it's, yeah, that, that kind of thing, which is a kind of background technical thing, but it also gets people engaged with you. And getting to know you over time, like I've had email exchanges with people that have probably gone on for about two or three years now. Um, and it's great. You know, you, you do build up these these friendships and then you can get them into, you know, follow you on other social platforms. Like, you know, the, the type of way you interact with people on something like TikTok is going to be very different to the way you interact with them on a Facebook group or something like that. And it's the same with email. It's like if you could get people in multiple ways, multiple platforms, then you're going to strengthen that relationship which kind of feeds into them helping you out in the future in terms of you know saying hey you know check out John's book this is great you know um so it's it's adding to that word of mouth thing which I think is is very underestimated and, and very powerful that is some ac- exceptional information I think the idea about leading off with that question to get the response and to get people interacting with you is really helpful it's something I don't think I focused on before with my mailing list. And so out of curiosity, when you're going from there, building that relationship, do you notice a a tonal shift or do people respond less when you do come to that moment and say, Hey, I have a new book coming out. Here's where you can buy it. And how do you overcome, I guess, the, the change in interaction? Okay. I don't think there is a change in interaction. I think that's, that's the key is, is not to be in sales mode or marketing mode or uh i'm telling you personal stuff mode what it is is so so i'll I'll just give you an example people when they join my mailing list they they will be put on an automation sequence and everyone will get the same thing who goes onto this list and this probably lasts for probably about six weeks and in that time they probably get about 10 to 12 emails so this is this is a lot of emails and what i want really is for those people to get off my list i don't want people who don't want to be there on the list so some of those people will be getting, you know, they'll be opening all of them. They'll be reading the stories. They'll be checking out my photos, my videos, all that stuff. They're brilliant. They're the people that want to stay on the list. Um, people who aren't opening, who are just there for the freebie, 
by the end, you know, I'll, I'll tell them, you know, if you want to hit unsubscribe, please do. <laughs> you know, it's like, I want them to be there. I want them to enjoy what I'm sending. I want them to feel that I'm sending them something with value. And, you know, every email I send out will have pictures of my book covers on. At the top of my thing, I've got a banner with images of my book covers. So they know why they're there. I'm an author. I'm selling books. And that's what I do. But I'm, I'm also someone who is available in a in a way to to interact with and to get some some stuff like it's, it's basically stuff that you can't get anywhere else i think that's the thing it's like they're behind this they're in this like little thing where they're getting stories that aren't available anywhere else they're getting videos and interaction and things that you just can't get in any other way so when it comes time for me going instead of going um you know buy my book it might be hey you know i've got a book coming out soon i'm looking for early reviewers or if anyone wants to uh to read or you know what do you think of this cover what do you think of this blurb so I'm asking them to kind of almost be involved with the process of my book so my my blurbs you know I might send them two or three and um basically it's almost like I'm beta testing which one resonates the most with the right readers so you know sometimes people go oh have you thought of using this word here this word there so it helps kind of make my stuff better and it also is showing that you know like, I'm not just there to sell to them there's there's something they're kind of part of this creative process in a way. I love that. And I've heard you talk a couple of times about how you're bringing people into the group already with a little bit of intent behind it. So once you've moved them into the groups, then does that change the way that you do bring up a new book launch? Every book I have out, every first in a series, I, I have a different list for that book. And these are, these are for people who've bought the book so I've got my post-apocalyptic, I've got my game, I've got my fantasy. So they're my three main funnel lists, four now with the new fantasy series that's for a bit of an older audience. So yeah, four lists. Now, I've also got uh, similar lists for promos that I've bought in from, um, from Facebook adverts, for example, and a different list again for people who've come in through promos with story origin and book funnel and different list again so it's like there's a lot of different lists so it's it's depending on where the depth the kind of level of um quality i would say of the lead if you see them in that pure marketing turn they're a lead you know how how much of a good lead is this um depends on the list they end up on and for me the people who've bought your books and have gone through the back of your book to your list they're the best ones they're the ones who've engaged they're the ones who've paid for your book fantastic um so the way I kind of go, put, I basically put them through this automation sequence and they're on this list for a while. And then there will be a point where they will be put onto one of three generic lists. So I've got a generic fantasy list, a generic game list, a gen generic post-apocalyptic list. And that is when they've all kind of gone into that thing. Now, what I do is I, I, I do keep the um, them still in, the original groups are in so when a book launch does come i could go okay this let's say i've got my assassin fantasy series i want people to buy that but i don't just want my generic fantasy list i want the people who bought the previous assassins books to be the first buyers because i know that they're primed so they're going to be the first people that know and then it's kind of like after a while after a week or so i'll let the generic fantasy list know which again they're people who've already bought my fantasy stuff but maybe it's uh, not as not as uh, focused um so yeah so so moving the lists um yeah it's it's a case of 
the it's I mean it's becoming more difficult because Apple changed the way they um deal with emails so what I used to do was it was to do with open rates and you know how many e emails had they opened if they received 50 emails from me and opened one then that is not a person who is engaged with me and you know because you have to pay for subscribers after a while it's like well okay they I'll, I'll send them a last chance email kind of thing it might be like I'll offer them a novella or something like that and if they're not bothered then they're not bothered and, and they go um so what is it yeah so the lists then it's like yeah it's to do with the clicks really um i like to you know if they've come through certain routes and they're, they're opening stuff and it's registering that's fine if if it's registering on the mailer light thing that they haven't clicked on anything that the you know maybe they're getting the measurements that they've opened the emails but they haven't clicked on anything then again i'll send them that kind of um reminder email or something like that just just to decide whether they're, they're going to stay on it or not because as i say each each of these uh subscribers ends up costing you and the more subscribers you've got the more expensive it gets so you don't you don't really want to hang on to people who aren't opening people who aren't engaged people who aren't clicking i like how there's a, a double motivation to have active people on the mailing list that's what you want it's what's beneficial to you but also whoever you're going through to uh, provide the list they also want those people off so that they're not known as spammers um, and and i think everything is working together really well there so you're getting the message from a lot of different channels talk to me about how you find the people who then move into your list every book i have has got a uh, at the beginning and the end is do you want a free prequel? And this is kind of front and center in my author notes. It's front and center before you read the first page of my book. And that is, that's the best way I've found to get engaged readers. So they're, they're what I see as my kind of top level. These people are great. These are the people who I want on my list. But especially when you're first starting out, the, these organic readers are really hard to get. Um, you know, it's, it's just, it's a trickle. It's a really uh, difficult thing. So, you know, you've then got the people who, you know, if you've got a Twitter profile, if you've got a Facebook profile, can you include it in a pin post or in your, or even in your bio, something like that? Is it the first thing at the top of your website? And I know people hate them, but if you can have a pop-up on your website that has the mailing list, they convert really well. Um, so the people who are engaged with you through your website, through your social media, who maybe haven't bought your books yet, but are still kind of engaged with you. They're great to get on your list. They can get more. They You can sell them on the, you know, like if you go into a supermarket and someone offers you a, you know, try this cheese, try this sausage. It's like a little free taster. You have some of that. And this is why it's important to have, because you're, you're got to go in with the mailing list of giving value. You've got to offer value. And this, this can be several things. This can be, you know, a lead magnet. This can be a novella. This could be free maps, free stories anything like that where the reader's getting something of value. If you're not offering anything of value, then th there's no point in them being on your list. Once you've got those, they're your kind of top ones. The next, and these, I know a lot of people are reticent to do these, but these are running targeted ads to your ideal reader on something like Facebook. Um, so this will be, you're offering the giveaway, you've got the blurb, and then you've got a link to a landing page, which gets them to sign up to your mailing list. Now, this this is some these will be treated differently. This is why you kind of have to set up an automation sequence with this particular audience in mind. 
is you have to treat these like a, a telemarketer would a sales lead. So they're not people who are primed to buy, but they're interested enough because of the targeting. If you've done the proper targeting, you know that they're already interested in that kind of thing. So it's just a case of you charming them and getting them interested in what you've got to offer. So I think they're the, your next level and you can build up if you do that over time. You know, I spend, I think it's like two pounds. So what's that? It's like uh, two and a half dollars a day building up my mailing list for my assassin fantasy at the moment. And I'm getting, you know, three or four people signing up a day to my mailing list. That's not much, but it, that that really compounds over time, um, especially with combined with the other kind of things that I'm already doing. And then you get things like um, the joint joint newsletter promos, I would say. Um, so these will be run through a service like Story Origin or Book Funnel or Prolific Works. And this is where you've got a book to offer. So you go, okay, this is my book. Um, and what you'll do is you'll you'll club together with other authors who are writing in the same genre or similar genres. Um, and you'll you'll do a promo where you're all uh, advertising this thing on social media, on your, your newsletters. And it's basically a way of building the list through that. Now, again, the, these are not as good as everything else so far. These aren't as good as your targeted audience. And that's because a lot of the people who browse Story Origin, who, who do book funnel, sometimes they're kind of freebie seekers. Sometimes they are, I don't know how to put this, like almost like digital hoarders, if that makes sense. So they, they, might, be, they might just download every book that they see as being vaguely of interest, but then they might not actually read it. They might not be engaged with you. They might just be on it for the sake of it. I don't know. Um, so they're, they're not as good. And you can have a similar kind of one. Like I did a few of these early on where, again, an, another group of authors will get together and maybe you'll run a giveaway. And there's two types of these. The, the, the ones that work best are the ones where, okay, you've got a targeted audience on Facebook. Let's say, for example, um, Brent Weeks fans. So this is for people into Assassin Fantasy. If I was to do an Assassin Fantasy one, I would get a bunch of authors together who write Assassin Fantasy I would target an author like Brent Weeks and then we'd all pay something like $100 each to buy some really cool swag, some like, you know, Brent Weeks' books, some cool artwork, and then have a big giveaway, you know, a prize competition and use, use, uh, use that to gather a big newsletter list. And then what you would do is, is as part of the conditions of entering the competition, is you say, you know, all the authors involved in this will put you on a mailing list and they will send you stuff basically. Um, and again, this isn't as effective, like it, it's good because it, it gets the audience, but you're also competing with all the other authors on this thing. So it can be very hit and miss and you can annoy a lot of readers because they might not expect, you know, 20 authors sending me emails several times a day when they enter the competition. So that, that can be bad. And then the worst ones, and I would just avoid these, is there's a lot of them that are like, hey, join this thing to get, a 50 pound gift card for Amazon or a free Kindle or something like that. And you'll be on the mailing list. And that's no good because, you know, the, especially, you know, if you're selling eBooks on any digital platform, usually algorithmically driven, you want your books to, to have a targeted readership. So, you know, anything where it's just general generic, you're not going to find the right audience. That's an important piece of the puzzle that you hit on there at the end of 
the algorithm actually understanding who your reader is. Um, mm-hmm. I, I heard Joanna Penn talk about that in depth pretty recently about how she goes to great lengths to make sure that none of her books even cross pollinate. So she uses pseudonyms and all kinds of different things to make sure she has a really clean algorithm. Um, and I will have notes to that conversation for anybody who's not familiar with, with her work. Uh, what I want to say right now is if you're listening and this sounds like a tremendous amount of work, you're not wrong. It is a huge amount of work <laughs> to do what John is talking about. Talk to me a little bit about how you got here, where you started, and the listener who's just now thinking, I should have a mailing list. How do they start right now? Well, yeah, if you're a reader, sorry, if you're, if you're a writer and you don't have a mailing list and you want to sell books, get a mailing list right now. Yeah, just you can get one for free from MailerLite. Get one. It's very important. It's the best thing I've found for sales. Um, I want to just give it, give a bit of a, a context as to why it's important. Um, so Facebook pages used to be amazing for reach and people built up their businesses on Facebook pages. One day they changed their algorithm and suddenly people who were getting 30,000 hits a day were, were on to like 30 hits a day. And it was just, it, there was nothing that the people could control about that. And we've heard about things like deplatforming and, you know, all that kind of stuff. If you've got the mailing list, if you've got those emails, you could take them to a different provider. They belong to you. So building up a mailing list is, is just the best way to, to go about it. On your website, you should have a website. Post on your social media bios maybe a pinned post, that's a good start. If you've got books out, obviously, in the front and back matter, um, the those joint promos in Prolific Works and uh, Book Funnel, Story Origin, those kind of things, I mean, you, you do have to pay for this stuff um, to get the integration with the mailing list, but it is worth it. Um, I mean, I think, um, I might be wrong on this, I think Story Origin is somewhere around $120, $130 a year, something like that, which, you know, that's, 30, 40 books you're selling, which you can do with a single email. Um, so yeah, build, building up over time with that, doing kind of swaps, like it's really useful for um, launching a book where you've got, you can do swaps with authors where you will plug their book in exchange for plugging your book. So you can get lots of different emails going out different days. And if you can schedule it nicely as well, you can have that kind of constant sales thing through your first month and especially if you've picked nicely targeted or uh, authors who are working the same genre as you and especially the same niche if you get the, like the very specific on your niche that's that's uh, where the algorithms do the magic and i've i've been able to sustain my bills and my mortgage and all that stuff through my books um so and and but this is mainly to do with newsletters you know building up the mailing lists and i've tried I've had mixed success with things like Amazon ads and Facebook ads and uh, BookBub ads and things like that. Like the advertising platforms haven't necessarily worked for me to sell directly, but uh, using Facebook to build up mailing lists and things like that have worked really well. So um, yeah, I think that has been the main thing really for me has been just getting, getting through, you know, getting these readers onto my list so they can get to know me. And I, I even, for a few years there, I wasn't even using social media. I wasn't using Twitter. I wasn't using Facebook, anything like that. And it's only within the past few months where, in fact, it's less than a month, I've, I've been doing stuff on TikTok. 
and that's just because it's fun so <laughs> and 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 that has just started i've noticed that that is selling books because I, I never really sell paperbacks but i am selling paperbacks now and that is because of tiktok so uh yeah i mean that's interesting as a platform but again i want people onto a mailing list from tiktok because they could switch the algorithm tomorrow and you know all that work i've done or whatever will be for nothing so yeah get, getting them onto that is important well, I will, I will give you a follow over on TikTok. I'm just starting myself. I had somebody on uh, earlier this week. In fact, I, I aired the episode anyway, um, where she talked about what TikTok is doing for her. And in her case, it's it's well over half of her book sales now are, are trending towards TikTok. Um, so yeah, there's some amazing things that are, that are happening there. And when you get that organic reach, it's very important uh, to take advantage of it while you can. So uh, both things are true. Have the mailing list, have the place where people can land, but use the funnel when the funnel is really wide and, and expansive like that and draw as many people in as possible. Where can my listeners go to find your books, to find more about you? And also you've got a podcast that kind of delves into some of the same topics that we've just been covering. Yeah, so I've got, um, I mean, for, for your audience, I would say I've got a few books that will be of interest to them i've got a few uh, i've got one called the stoic writer which is um how to use stoicism to improve your author mindset um and i've also got a book called finish your first novel which is lots of info in there about story structure all the kind of craft stuff i picked up that i wish somebody had told me when i was writing i've put into a book um, and i also do a podcast called indie author mastermind uh, so that is that's my current podcast i also did a podcast a few years back which was helping a friend of mine through the process of writing his first novel this one's called stop booking around and that has uh, a lot of episodes very deep dives into craft stuff so that that is definitely useful for uh, authors and that feed still exists so i mean it's a few years old now but it's still a lot of the stuff still relevant for sure um, and then my, my fiction i mean if you like post-apoc stuff i have my wasteland series first book of that is called wizard of the wasteland um, if you like fantasy, if you like kind of adult fantasy with a bit of a dark edge, but with humor, then Dawn of Assassins. And if you like kind of more coming of age fantasy, then my Ravenglass Chronicles. And if you don't like that stuff, then just whatever. <laughs> it's cool. Um, I'd, I'd rather you, you didn't buy it for that, if you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, johncronshaw.com. That's J-O-N-C-R-O-N-S-H-A-W. Um, I've also got my own podcast, which is John Cronshaw's Author Diary that I, I've been recording that since October 2017. So that is a weekly podcast, which is just tracing my author journey. Uh, it's more of a personal journal kind of thing, but a lot of people seem to like that. And I'm also on TikTok now, which is John Cronshaw Author. So again, J-O-N-C-R-O-N-S-H-A-W. So yeah, like me up on TikTok and stitch my videos or whatever the kids are doing nowadays on that platform. That's brilliant. It's been a lot of fun talking with you. Uh, I hope that we're able to keep in touch and I, I have uh, enjoyed just getting a, a glimpse at all of the crazy amount of work that you do to make it a full-time living. So thanks so much for sharing with my audience and uh, we'll, we'll talk again. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, do me a big favor right now. Click on the follow button in whatever podcast app you're listening on. That way you'll get notifications every time I drop a new episode. And if you still can't get enough, you can go to the show notes, click the link for my newsletter, and sign up today. 
I'll give you one to two interesting pieces of content every single month that you won't hear on the podcast or find laying around on the internet.